Good morning. Hope we are all well on this Monday. If I jump on as we've just started our five-day free kickstart, it is not too late to join in. I'll put a link in the comments of this video if you do want to join us. We've just started today at 6 a.m. So if you do want more accountability, a step-by-step -step plan, a short workout and a short task each day, plus I'll be live every evening at 8.30 p.m., this is your last chance to come in. Good morning, Carol. Hope we are all well. Give me a hello if you're coming in on here. Going to talk about weight regain today. And this kind of stems from the introduction I did last night in the five-day free kickstart. Um, because when I got people to just introduce themselves, some that came up, morning, Mary, morning, Caroline, something that came up was about, you know, I've lost weight before and you can probably vouch for that. If you have before, let me know. Um, and then I've put some back on. Morning, Stella. Morning, Caroline. Morning, Mary. Um, I've put some weight back on. And I just asked, like, how does that make you feel when you lose some weight and then put some back on? And some of the comments were, uh, I feel like a failure. I'm disappointed in myself, which is like, it's like a teacher saying, isn't it? Disappointed in you. Um, oh, no, got to start all over again. Um, I feel ashamed, useless, um, same old fat me, feel stupid, all these words. And if you think how damaging those words can be for your confidence, which then impacts your energy, what you're willing to do and your motivation, you've got to consider, is it the diet that's the issue or is it actually a, a societal thing in that how we are geared up, more Paula, for a diet because the research is quite clear that even losing 5% of your starting body weight can be clinically significant. Morning, Norma. Can be clinically significant in terms of helping your blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, immune system. I could go on. Like, clinically significant. And based on that, that would mean that diets do work to an extent, even if you regain some. And I guess my question is here, is this the issue, the weight regain, or is it the thoughts about regaining weight? AKA, is it actually that I've regained two pounds this week and what I call a bad week, which I could go in, into in a bit more detail in that, you know, if you, if you look at slimming clubs, etc., how they, we rely on a weekly weigh-in, which has its errors of course, because you could have eaten more fiber one day, you could fluctuate up to four pounds daily. So if you are, I would, I would advise if you are quite, quite sensitive to the scales in, in that you, right here wrongly, base your self-worth and results on the scales, I would recommend, and you weigh yourself anyway, actually recommend weighing yourself daily and dividing by seven at the end of the week, so you get a bit of an average. This will help account for fluctuations, especially important if you, um, for menstrual cycle, but also if you're, if you're changing your diet a lot, you can see fluctuations, um, your sleep's a bit up and down, they can all impact the time of day that you weigh yourself, and I'd also say in the morning. Now, I could go in all day about how valid and reliable they are, um, but if we thought about this, okay, maybe you do put on a few pounds, maybe you do stay the same. What if instead of saying, you know, I failed, I'm useless, what if you just realize that this is actually a part of the process? 
Because when you look at when they look at studies of people who have lost 10 kilos or more and kept it off for at least a year, these people don't, nothing just happens like at the click of a finger. Nothing's just linear with this. Yet when we start something new and you, we do a diet or something, it's like, yeah, you should expect to lose this amount a week, every week. And that can actually be quite damaging. And not that that doesn't happen. It does happen. But it's a lot easier to respond to something that you're, you know could happen than what you think would never happen. Because if it comes at you as a surprise, then we're less prepared for it. And we're unable to go into that mode of, okay, how, what have I done this week? What's worked well? What could I improve this week? Is it just a fluctuation based on the time of day I weighed myself? Mental cycle. Anything else you've done differently this week? What happens if I just kept going? What happens if I shorten the gap between going into, I'm useless, I'm rubbish, and actually I'll just keep going and see if that weight just comes back off again? What if you just drank a bit more water one day? What if you just weighed yourself a bit earlier because you got up a little bit earlier? What if you went to bed a bit later and you ate a bit later that night before? The food's sitting in your gut a little bit longer, yet we can define our whole week's worth of habits based on that. And my point here is, is what if we responded to the challenges, to the obstacles along the way a little bit differently? seeing them as an opportunity to grow as a person in terms of getting a breakthrough. Because like Paula said yesterday, if you can, if you can get through that kind of obstacle, if what if you were just one day away from seeing the results you wanted, but you stopped? Because quite often everyone's done a diet where they've lost weight, but everyone's stopped at some point. And we've got to look at the reason why we stopped. Was it because it wasn't working? Was there a fluctuation in the weight? Not seeing the results quick enough? Then we can go into, okay, quick enough compared to what? Compared to an ideal scenario in our head, something we've been told, have we been misled? And then you could go into all sorts of other areas as well. In that maybe what we were doing wasn't quite as suited to us as it was to someone else. Some people have more issues with hunger and appetite regulation than other people. That's where different strategies in terms of nutrition and also psychology could help as well. In terms of, you know, if you tell one person that they can have as many potatoes as they want, that works great because they know when to stop. When someone else, they may have the FTO gene, um, which impacts appetite and hunger, tends tend to people... Some people tend to have higher appetites and struggle when to stop. There's all these impacts, all these things that come into it as well, which then can, we can then look at, okay, maybe we need to try this approach. And actually, just by saying maybe we need to try this approach instead, that is the breakthrough rather than going, oh, that means I'm failed, that means I'm useless because they can do it and I can't, so it must be me. And yes, there's an element where we do need to take some personal responsibility, but often it's generalised advice, which then becomes like, oh, it must be me. Whereas actually sometimes you just need to have a chat, like what's working, what are you doing, have you tried this, have you haven't, have you not? Change your thoughts, change your behaviours, as the saying goes. And, and all this actually means is focusing on how you want to feel rather than how you don't want to feel. So I hope that helps. It is uh, five day kickstart starts today. If you want in on that, if you're joining in on that, I'll put a link in the comments, you can join in there. I'll speak to you soon. Have a lovely day.